What's up, guys? Welcome to Real Men Talk. Today is our first episode of 2024. I know my voice sounds awful, and I apologize for getting over a sickness, but uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to do this anyways. When we're excited for 2024, and what it's got to bring today, we're going to be talking about vision. Um, the, what kind of vision does God have for you in 2024 and has for your family and as a leader? Let's go on Real Men Talk. Welcome to Real Men Talk, discussing the tough issues facing men and their families every day. Here are your hosts. All right, guys, welcome to Roman Talk. I know, I, again, I want to apologize about my voice. <laughs> Kyler's already laughing at me. <laughs> this is build, build up. I do not feel as bad as I sound. I'm getting over sickness. And, uh, <laughs> you sound great, buddy. Keep going. And so um, we're, we're excited to be here anyways. Oh, Kyler's <laughs> got jokes. <clears throat> What's up, Kyler? How are you doing today? I'm doing great, y'all. I hope you're having as much fun as I am with this. Usually you've got this real deep, manly voice. I hope you guys do too. Not today. Wait to start the new year out. Not... <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We're going we're gonna to succeed anyways in 2024. I'm excited. So, you know, I uh, this is going to be a very long episode, obviously, because my voice and stuff like that. So it's going to be short. But I wanted to get on here. I want to talk about, you know, like, the vision that God has for 2024. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about our last episode of 2023 about, you know, kind of the things that, that God is bringing about and, and for real men talk and different things like that. But I don't want to talk more specifically about our lives, um, and what God has for those and, and stuff like that. Um, and, and so in Proverbs 29, 18, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. And we as men, you know, which we've talked about this a lot on, on here often is we, uh, we should always have a vision, a direction for our family to go. You know, Kyler, you agree with that? You yes, know? definitely. I mean, without a vision there, there's not a guide. I mean, there's not a purpose. There's nothing. There's just you walking aimlessly. That's right. That's right. You know, and that's what in Satan. That's what Satan wants us to be doing is just walking around in circles and not doing mm-hmm. anything. You know, people always talk about you know like New Year's resolutions and stuff like that, which I don't. I don't mess around with New Year's resolutions and 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 that kind of jazz. Uh, I never have, but every year I pray for a word that will encompass my year. You know, something, a, a goal for me to strive towards. The last two years have been truth, you know, and so every book that I have read, every, everything that I have done has been on this journey of truth. It, it was a center focal point of my entire year spiritually, you know, finding it, it for the last two years, which is the first time God's ever done that f- for two years for me. But, uh, the the journey for truth in those two years, I grew so deep uh, in in the Lord that I had I had never done before. I had never been able to. Uh, I don't want to say not been able to, but I, I had never grown that close to the Lord, you know, and discovered truth. Of course, we know that when you discover truth, you can only discover Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is the embodiment of truth. 
and uh, and to be able to discover that was was absolutely amazing. And so I, I got to ask you, you know, what what kind of what kind of vision or what kind of, uh, you know, maybe it's a word, maybe it is a New Year's resolution, maybe maybe you hold tight to those types of things, um, you you know. But what do you have for your family? What do you have for what kind of vision do you have for your family in 2024, Kyler? What what you know? I know you don't do New Year's resolutions. Is there anything particular that you do? For for like a not necessarily I don't know maybe replaces a New Year's resolution or we don't now I used to be big in New Year's resolutions when I worked at the fitness center here in town we would do goals so don't think that I think that New Year's resolutions are bad I just never can stick with them and so to me I just always failed to meet the mark where I was like all right I'm gonna be super in shape this year I'm going to you know go for runs every day I'm going to you know read the Bible through all these different things so I'm not saying that. New Year's resolutions are bad. They're not. Some people are able to stick to it and then keep to it. And that's amazing. But for us, we just, we come up with more goals in our family. We sit down and we don't come up with this big, like we don't sit down and have like this big family meeting. It's like, okay, what are our goals for this year? We just kind of talk about like what we want to do, like what happened last year that we want to do better in the next year. And we start having those conversations from like November through December. And we're just like, okay, this is what we want to do. So like this year, our goals are to um, dive deeper into our relationship with God. You know, for the past couple of years, I've been reading the Bible through for, I don't know, for the past two years, we've read it all the way through. I love it. I love reading the Bible, but I want to dive deeper into the Bible. I don't want it just to be something that I just click on. on. I was talking to my aunt about this the other day. I was like, I got really bad about just playing the audio Bible and just going through my daily routines because I always do it in the morning. And so we want to make sure that we dive deeper and that we get more meat out of the word. And then just being smart with our finances. And the, one of the verses that resonated with us is to, um, to, what is it? To, to those who much is given, much is expected. And that's how I kind of see finances and that kind of stuff. God always rewards those who are good stewards of the resources he's given. And that kind of plays because over the past couple, over the past year, you know, we would go in and out of financial hardships. And it wasn't because we weren't blessed. It was because we weren't being good stewards of what God had given us. And so those were the two big things that, you know, going into this next year that we had talked about, you know, making sure that we are good stewards of what God gives us and making sure that we are actually developing a deep relationship with God, not something that we just dive into and take lightly, not something that we checkmark the list. And that was something we were bad about. We would just go through and we checkmarked what we thought was needed. And so that's how we kind of come up with things. We don't just sit down, like I said, have this big fan meeting and with this big, like epiphany moment. That's like, ah, yes, this is, this is it. You know, like you sit down and you ask for a word in prayer. We kind of just go through and we think about what God has tried to teach us in this past year. And we tried to develop it more into the next year. So, I mean, that's kind of how we do it. I'm sure there's probably a, a better way to do it, but that's kind of what keeps us motivated. Yeah, but that's still that's still really good. I mean, those are those are very good qualities. Those are things to, you know, to sit down as a family and and do. And so, you know, mine, you know, like I say, I I pray for a word and, and you know, I remember um 3 years ago I I sat down and I was praying and and stuff. I was like, "Lord, what's, you know, what are we what are we going to do?" No, it was 4 years ago. You know, what are we going to do? for the, for the new year. And, uh, you know, he's like, this is going to be a year of new beginnings. Right. Mm. And it was, that's scary. 
oh, it was terrifying, you know? And so, you know, we had a baby, we bought a new house, I started a new job, you know, all, all in the same year, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was absolutely wild. And that's the scary part. When you ask for a word from the Lord, you also have to come with like the expectations that he has. Because when God wants to bless you, he wants to bless you big. And that's the scary part is a lot of us, when we ask God for something that we don't actually want him to bless us the way he wants to bless us. We want him to bless us the way we want to be blessed, which is a small amount of time. And for you, I mean, he just threw it all at you. Here's a house, here's a kid, and uh, here's a job. And make sure you learn all the new things right now. So just that's one of the things that I think everybody should learn this year is to allow God to bless you the way he wants to bless you, not the way we want to be blessed. That's right. And don't back down from it. You know, even though it is terrifying, I mean, mm-hmm. think about that. You know, of course, COVID was happening all at the same time. You know, you figure four years ago, that was that was 2020. So right smack dab in the middle. And I'm like, how is it, how is this even going to happen? And I'll tell you what. And I, and I, I don't mean this to be to, to brag or anything like that, but it, things could not have lined up any better than they did for us then. You know, buying buying the house when we did that, the housing market was at an all time low just before it went up to all time high, you know, the, the new job, starting the new job and all the, I mean, you know, stepping out, you know, quitting. I started my own business. Right. And, um, I mean, it was just, it, it was just one thing after another and God has just completely blessed it, completely blessed it. And that may have been the most terrifying season that we, we had ever been in. And so, you know, un, until this year, and so I'm building up to something, you know, and, and, and so I begin to pray, I begin to pray for this year, you know, Lord, you know, give me, give me a word for this year. What is, you know, what is happening? What is going on? And, um, he said, okay. He said, your word for 2024 is holiness. I was like, Lord, can you give me a different one? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I have no idea what that looks like. Can you put it in a sentence, please? I never do. I never know what God has in store. Um, but holiness is the goal, the theme that God has given me for 2024. And as a leader of my home, as, you know, a leader, uh, you know, in this podcast, in, you know, in the church, in our community, that is a terrifying thought it, and humbling all at the same time. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we always strive for, for holiness. I mean, don't get me wrong. We strive for that consistently. But but to to have a year themed around holiness is, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see what God's going to do through it. And. Um, because because of what he's done, and so um, and so we are uh, we're going to continue striving for that. That's that's our goal for twenty twenty four is is holiness. And so uh, not only not only in this house, you know. Again, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what God's expectations are of that. He never tells me. He always it's always like it just happens. Right. You know, I, I, I pray and I, and I strive for it. I, like, I don't even know. Uh, I'm like, all right. It's like, it's like going out and, and going into a, a maze. 
you know, you know, you know where you want to be in the end of it, but you have no idea which direction to go. And so you just start going. It's like, no, you need to come back this way, you, you know? And, um, and so we'll see, we'll see what, uh, what God's got in store for 2024, you know, for the Kernut household and for, uh, you know, of course this podcast and everything else. But the best part about when God gives you something is he's going to take you there. He's not going to leave you astray. So with your word for holiness, he's going to help you define that with you because your holiness and my holiness are two different things, um, two different adventures, two different avenues that we have to work on because we, we're all at different places in life. So when God gives you a word, when you're praying for a word, don't don't be scared of that word. Don't don't be scared of what God has for you in the upcoming year because he's going to walk that path with you. Now, the path is not going to look like what you think it might look like. But he's going to let you choose. I mean, we have that free will. We can walk it or we don't have to walk it. But he's not going to leave you. He's not going to, you know, just kind of go ahead of you and wait for you to catch up because he's already there. He already knows the ending. He's going to walk the path with you. He's already seen the whole thing. So give it time. He Pray for God. Challenge God this year. Do it. And ask for that word like Anthony did. Ask for that, that theme of what he wants and let him walk it with you. That's right. That's right. So we're going to take a little break. Uh, we'll come back right after right after this. We'll continue talking about the vision for 2024. If you want to join in the conversation, join us on Thursday nights at 6.30 p.m. We gather with other like-minded Christian brothers to discuss hard-hitting topics that affect men on a daily basis and use a biblical approach to overcome common strongholds that affect our families. We show men the importance of being the spiritual leader of their home and what it means to be a real man in the eyes of Christ. Join us at the Palace of Praise, located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. We meet in room 400 every Thursday. Come be a part of the discussion. Okay, so when I go in there for judgment, I need how many points to get into heaven? 1,000. Should be, no problem. I was a good husband, how many points do you think I'll get for that? Oh, two. Two? Well, how much for being a doctor now? I saved lives. Hmm, three points. That's it? What about the time I ran into that burning house to save a kitten? That was good. And? Two points. But I could have died. Two points. I banked a lot on that stupid cat. I'm sorry. So to get into heaven, I need? 1,000 points. And I have? Seven. It's time for you to go in now. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a pretty good fellow. If all I get is seven points, how does anyone get into heaven? They don't take the test. What? Now, why not? Because they know they don't meet God's standards. Then how do they get into heaven? They've asked Jesus to take the test for them. They get in on his score, not theirs. Are you putting your faith in what you can do or accomplish? Or are you putting your faith in God? Another message from Lifeline Productions, the comic strip of radio at lifelinepro.com. If you have a question about this week's show, please drop us an email to realmen at palaceofpraise.com. We would love to hear from you. And now back to the show with Anthony and Kyler. All right, guys, welcome back. So we're going to continue talking about the vision for 2024, you know, and I really want to emphasize this for your family um, and for your ministry and for, you know, everything that God has on your plate for you you know, is to, to seek for a vision, you know, because, you know, like we read 
there in Proverbs, if there is no vision, the people perish. If you have no direction, then if you have a calling on your life, you have no direction to get there. You just wander aimlessly like the, 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 the Israelites did in, in the desert. And it's, it's terrifying, um, to, to think that, that, you, you know, here God has got a calling. And I did this, this is, this was me for a long time. You know, hey, God's got a calling on my life. You know, I'm, I'm going to do this. You know, God's got a calling, you know, for men's ministry in my life, you know, for the last, I don't know, eight years, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay. I'm like, you know, all right, let's do it. You know, and then did not like I, I didn't prepare. I did. I never did my part. You know, I never stepped right. out. You know, I mean, I did little things, you know, like the, the men's group and different things like that, but I had no vision for it. I was just doing it. I had no purpose in doing it other than the fact that I thought that I was just supposed to be doing it. And, um, and that's, that's not, that's not how God wants things to happen. God is God of order, right? You know, and the thing is, you know, and we've talked about this a billion times on here. If God has got a calling on your life, as God has given you a direction and you set out for that direction. You set on the journey. You 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 write a vision. You 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 put it down. You 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 try to to set this vision out. You know to get from point A to point B. Whether mm-hmm. it's a year, whether it's six months, whether it's it's a month, whether it's five years, whatever it is, you put out. Okay, this is what I want to do. You almost cannot fail, even if you go in the wrong direction. If you are trying to follow God and you are striving for that, right? You you almost cannot fail. God will redirect you. You know, it's like uh, have you ever used your GPS and made a wrong turn and it had to redirect you? You know, it's that's kind of what it is. Time, huh? All the freaking time. It never tells me ahead of time. It always tells me, "Oh, there was your turn." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Dusty's real bad about following GPS too, and uh, (laughs) I do great. But Lacey will not let me hold my phone and drive at the same time. I guess she thinks it's unsafe. I don't know. I can do it, but still. Anyways, off topic. I'm sorry. Bring us back together. Bring it back in. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you know, I mean that. But that's that's how most of our journeys go, right? I, I mean, seriously. I mean, none of us have ever got it, you know, spot on. Never, no, none of us have ever got it perfect the first time. You know, it's always all right, guy. This is this is what you want for my life. This is the vision that you've given me. This is the plan that I, I that I think that I should follow. Let's do it. And God's like, no, that's that's the wrong direction. And I'm like, oh, dad, I'm okay. So then then you turn around, and you go this way, and God's like, okay, you're closer this time, but let's let's just let's just you know not quite that that direction. And then finally, you get to where you're going, you get on this right path, and you're like, oh, I see it now, you know. But all of that, and I think God allows us to do that because all of that serves a purpose, right? One, we under, we learn to, to rely on God, right? The entire time, God never beats us up over it. He never punishes us over it for making, you know, the wrong turn when we're doing it for, for him, right? He never punishes right. us for, he never, he never chastises us. He never does any of that stuff. What he does is he just simply just redirects. He's like, "Hey, no, we're not we're not going to go that way. We're going to go this way right here." And then 
then as you as you do that, you learn to to rely on God. You you learn that that God's for you, right? He's not he's yes. not this big sky judge with this big hammer that every time you screw up, he's going to beat you down. No, you learned you learned to to understand his voice, right? And so the next when when you complete that vision, the next vision is <clears throat> you're not so far off. Because you can hear his voice, you understand the way that he he operates in your life. You understand those tugs and those feelings and those those types of things, and and um, and every step is just a little bit closer to to him. And so you, you learn to hear his voice. You learn you know what not to do. You know which is just is just a, as important as learning what to do. Right. You know, the only way to ever succeed is by failing. You know, failing is the best teacher. Yes. And um, and so, you know, don't be afraid to set out. I, I think so often that we as men, we we want to. Um, we, you know, again, we've talked about this before, but we don't want to step out because we don't want to fail. Right. We, we refuse yes. to fail. We would rather just not do anything at all than, than fail. And God's like, Hey, you know, I mean, look at, look at Peter, right? Peter stepped out of the boat. God called him out of the boat. Peter, Peter stepped out of the boat and then he lost sight of it. Right. I mean, he, I mean, he lost sight of Jesus right in the middle of the water. Right. But it showed that he was also, it didn't never say he wasn't fearful. He wasn't fearful what was to come. I mean, he, you're in the middle of this raging sea. I mean, he and God says, hey, come step out. What's your first thing? I'm going to sink. I'm going to die. Something. Yeah. But as long as he looked on the Lord, he was he was up. But that didn't mean that he didn't have fear in him, that he he didn't have that that instability, that what's going to happen next. But he knew that as long as he kept his focus on God, that it didn't matter that fear. It didn't matter what was going to come. It didn't matter if he sank because he knew that God was there to save him. He knew that God was always going to bring him up. And that's what we have to remember, especially going into this new year, is that there's so many things that can go wrong. There's so many things that will go wrong. There's so many challenges we're going to face with the new year comes new challenges. But as long as we keep our sight and our vision on the Lord, as long as we are trying to work in his will, not in our will, as long as we are leaning into the Holy Spirit and that we are trying to let that fully encompass every mode that we've got, we, we can't fail. God is going to bring us out of those ashes. He's going to bring us up. I mean, he's going to. He's going to provide. He is the, and I've prayed this many times, God, you are the God of everything. You are the physician. You're the provider. You are everything. You can provide it all. And that's what Peter was, when he stepped out of the boat, he realized that no matter what, God's going to provide for my safety. He's going to provide for me here. He's going to provide for me there. And that didn't make it less scary. It didn't make it more easy. It just made it a safer place. Yes. Yes. You know, and and God is, God is so loving. God is so you know, he's so, he, he wants to see us succeed, you know? And so again, when it comes to striving, okay. And I, and I try to emphasize that as much as possible, striving to follow God, he will be there. He, it, it will be okay. Whatever direction that you go, if you are striving to follow God, God's like, it's okay. It's all right. I got you. You know, either way, I've I have got you. And um, you you know the the most exciting part about about you know the, the vision that God has given me for twenty twenty four 
the, this word holiness, it literally means to be set apart, right? Oftentimes yes. when, when people, you know, equate holiness to Christianity, you know, we, we think of like, you know, perfection, you know, we, we, God is holy. Therefore we, we are holy, but the actual definition of it is to be set apart. And, um, and even though there's there's a lot of things that that go into that, you know, we should strive for holiness, you know, you know, in what we watch and what we, you know, and all those all those things, what we listen to, you know. But the the thought that God could be setting me apart for something different, you know, yes, is is so exciting. That's it's so humbling, right? You know, and sometimes the vision that God gives you is so much bigger than you are. If it wasn't, then why would he give it to you? Because, you know, you could do it on, you could achieve it on your own, you know? Right. And so it's exciting. Do not be afraid of whatever God gives you. You may be like, man, this is, this is so much bigger than I am. I remember the first time God told me to write a book, you know, um, as a matter of fact, I've got a contract in the email today to, um, to sign and, and as we start the publishing process, you know, and, and the the first time he told me, to, man, I was so scared, I was so terrified. I was like, God, I cannot do this. This is not this is not me. Like I, you, you have called the wrong person, you know. And he's like, No, you're going to write this book. I want you to write this book. And I'm like, Dad, gum. Like, okay, you know, and. So you know, I, I say all that not not to brag, but to to tell you that there there oftentimes God will call you to something that's so much bigger than you are, and that's yes. okay. That's that's the way God has it because in the end, God receives the glory, not you. Yes, you know, and yes. He deserves the glory. And so, do not do not be afraid of whatever it is that God calls you to do because if it is bigger than you are then it is it is okay and he will help you achieve it yes now as we go into this new year I want to share five verses with you guys uh, I know five sounds like a lot but I'm hoping that one of them sticks out to you write these down make it a challenge the first one is Isaiah 43 18 and 19 it says remember not the former things nor consider the things of old behold I am doing new things now it springs forth do you not perceive it I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert and there's so much meat in that. It doesn't matter what happened last year. It doesn't matter what happened before. It matters what's happening now. Look to the future because in that last part of that verse says he's making ways in the wilderness and he's making rivers in the desert. He's providing and he's going to continue to provide. Jeremiah 29, 11 is the next one. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. There's going to be many times this year that you're going to be down. Let's, let's be honest. Let's call an ace and ace. There's going to be times that, that you're going to look like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Come back to that verse because he gives you a future and he gives you the hope. And then Proverbs 16, 3 says, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. No matter what you're doing in this new year, no matter if it's your job, no matter if it's a ministry, no matter if it's a vision, no matter if it's just you sitting down and you doing a devotion or you talking to somebody, commit it to the Lord. Say a prayer before you go into anything, before the doors open, make sure God wants you to walk through it. Um, but commit it to the Lord that way, he, you know, or he knows that whatever the plan is, it is through him. And in Psalms one, one and three, it says, blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but who delight in the law of the Lord and who meditate on his law 
day and night. That person is a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. This year is a big year. It's, a, it's an election year. We're, we're going to go through and I'm sure you'll hear us talk about it many times in the podcast. But do not walk in the steps of the wicked or stand in the way of the sinners. At the very beginning of this verse, you have to set yourself out away from those this year. Make it a point to not stand in the ways of society, to not to side with the ways of society, but to stand out, to stand in what on your biblical foundation. And the last one is Joshua 1 8. It says, The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. And that last verse is just a gentle reminder that if it's coming out of your mouth, make sure it's biblical. If it's coming out of your mouth, make sure it's God's law. Do not speak without, cons- I don't want to say consulting God, but make sure it is God's word that comes through your mouth because your mouth. And the words that come out of your mouth are sharper than any two-edged sword. You speak life. You have the power of life and death in the words that you say. So make sure that you're meditating on those daily. Yes and amen. Man, that's phenomenal. All right, guys. I know this has been a short episode. <clears throat> Thank you for bearing with us. Um, And so, you, you know, expect a lot of changes to the podcast throughout uh, 2024. You know, as we are growing, as we are changing, as we are adapting, um, you know, bear with us. If you have any suggestions, if you have any questions, you know, oh, you can always email us real men at palacepraise.com. You can find us on, you know, all the, the social media platforms, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, you know, all that good stuff. And know that God is for you. He is not against you. He wants to see you succeed. He has got a great year ahead of you. And no matter what the world says it god is still on the throne he is still in control and he loves his people trust that he is for you he wants to see your family succeed and so um i want to end this in 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 a prayer as always holy spirit teach us to be leaders of our homes our communities and of our churches teach us to be godly courageous men jesus name amen You've been listening to Real Men Talk, brought to you by Palace of Praise Church in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. If you would like to get in touch with us, shoot us an email, realmen at palaceofpraise.com or visit our website at palaceofpraise.com. If you're a man age 16 and up and would like to be a part of the conversation, join us at the Palace of Praise every Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. If you don't have a home church, consider joining us for worship on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. Palace of Praise is located at 1400 Herschel Best Boulevard in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. New episodes of Real Men Talk drop every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Amazon, and more. Real Men Talk is a production of Palace Media Service.